This week on the Sports Henia, NFL Talk Week 8. I'm going to go through some of the scores and the MLB playoffs. Boston Red Sox are your world champions. The NFL scores from yesterday, yeah, yesterday and Thursday night, the Dolphins and Texans. Texans pulled out a win Thursday night, 42-23. Texans look like they're trying to get back on course. They're finding their stride. Sean Watson had a really good game. I think the Texans will be somewhat of a threat um, come playoff time. They get a couple of guys healthy. I think they'll be a hard team to beat in the AFC. The Eagles beat the Jaguars 24-18. Good win for the Eagles because I had the Jaguars. I just thought Blake Borders would probably bounce back and have one of these games where he's like a chameleon. He'll have two bad games and have one or two good games. But I was wrong. The Eagles pulled it out, which is good for them. Um, Panthers-Ravens. Panthers 136-21. Cam was Cam yesterday. When he plays like that and that defense is – see, that's what I want to say about Cam. When he plays within himself, of course he needs help. But when he plays within himself, he's concentrated. I think he has a lot of different things going on. With him, I don't. He's so talented and easily just gifted in a lot of different areas. I don't think like football sometimes is totally on his mind. I think he's thinking about, like I told Ron, the next thing he wants to wear, and he happens to you know play football at times. And but when he zeroes in or he locks in with that defense, they have a chance to win every time. Chiefs Broncos. That was a decent game. Also, the Mahomes guy, my guy. The Chiefs, they just got so much talent on that offensive side. And the Broncos played really good defense early. Um, I saw that game. They did everything they could. And Andy Reid at halftime, they made some adjustments. And after that, it was just, you know, there's really nothing you can do with that offense. If the Chiefs lose in the playoffs, it will be because of that defense because there's no defense out here that can really stop them. For all you Chiefs fans and Chiefs haters, the only way Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl is because of that defense. Steelers-Browns, that was pretty easy. Uh, Baker played better. Steelers are, you know, they're, they're also finding their stride. And then James Conner, dude, he had about 146 yards on the ground. Uh, pretty good game. Le'Veon, man. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, by the way, the Steelers won 33-18. Seahawks beat the Lions 28-14. Seahawks, another team that you, got, you can't sleep on in the NFC. Yeah, they have a lot of injuries, and they're not the same team, but that's a core there along with Russell Wilson. They can get some things done. Bears beat the Jets 24-10. Uh, that was an up-and-down game for me. Uh, with Trubinsky, um, he played within himself. He played pretty good. That defense played better than I thought they would, minus Khalil Mack. But they really need to start showing on the defensive side that they can hold their own without Khalil Mack. See, you know, there'll be times you may not be able to play with him or he'll be hurt or hopefully not, but – they need to show that they can play without him also. Redskins beat the Giants 2013. Another just, <laughs> Redskins are better than I thought, but the Giants are just uh, Eli and different problems yesterday. Though. See, he was dropping balls, but that team, they're done. Mentally done. The Colts beat the Ravens uh, 42-28. Another guy is starting to, you know, get his mojo back, I guess. Andrew Luck is playing better. Cardinals beat the 49ers. We could have skipped this game. 18-15, Cardinals won. Uh, Packers-Rams, that was a really good game. The Packers surprised a lot of people. Maybe, should I say, they exposed some things in the Rams' arsenal, maybe, or their their, their armor. You know, Rodgers was torching that secondary. But the Rams, I think they woke up. I also, I'm going to say this, I believe that the Rams took them lightly. 
even though they had Aaron Rodgers, they were at home and they had the Rams and, you know, I think uh, Packers kind of caught them by surprise. But the second half, they kind of shut it down. They gave the ball more to Mr. Gurley. And he, by the way, he is something. I love Ty Gurley. They lined him up on the outside as a receiver, dude. That dude, and that's where this running back position is going. That's the trend we're going to see. It's not just going to be a running back. We're going to see these multi-purpose backs consistently coming into the league, the likes of, you know, Le'Veon and Todd Gurley and more of those type of guys. And these teams are still in those type of packages and drafting, you know, those type of guys. And hopefully coming up the ranks, these coaches will prepare these so-called running backs, all-purpose backs, and start to mold these guys into these multi-purpose dudes, you know what I'm saying? I think that's where the league is going. Uh, Saints-Vikings, that was a good game. Uh, Saints pulled it out. Vikings are sliding, man. Yeah, Lana and I were talking. We thought the Vikings would be the class of that division for the last three, four weeks. Yeah. Really in the beginning, like, mm. but as the season went on, they've had some decent wins, but they're not looking like the same team as last year, that defense either. We'll see where it goes, but I think Green Bay, after that showing yesterday, they may be Aaron Rodgers, man. That Green Bay secondary played really good. The Bears are not out of it, but I just I don't trust Trubinsky at this particular point. I don't think he's ready for those type of moments later in the season when that pressure's there. I don't know how he'll respond, but though right now for me it's still Minnesota and the Green Bay Packers. Tonight will be the Patriots and Bills at 730. Let's go back to the Bears and Jets game. Pretty much like last week, I saw some positives with Mitchell Trubinsky. He threw some air passes again, and that's what I am kind of concerned with, his accuracy at times. Sometimes I have to question, where are you throwing this ball, bruh? He threw a couple of passes that maybe could have been a receiver running the wrong route, or he was expecting the receiver to be at a certain spot and he wasn't there. He could have had easily two picks yesterday, but like I say, I do see the young guy growing. He's starting to cut down on his mistakes a little bit, but his running ability is really supreme. As a quarterback right now, he's probably, him and Mahomes are probably the best running quarterbacks in the league at this point. Along with Alex Smith, he's pretty good. He's always, he's a veteran at it, but as far as the young guys, I see Mitchell being this viable guy. I really do. I believe he can hold his own, and if Nagy will continue to kind of scale back some things and allow him to just be a quarterback and not so much of these, like I say, trick plays and misdirection plays and and run the ball more. We saw flashes of uh, the Jordan Howard that we've seen for the last couple of years. He was pretty good yesterday. But once we get the running game started, it's like Nagy goes away from it. And I think that frustrates the fans it frustrates Jordan Howard he's very undecided at times because he doesn't know when he'll go into the game when you know it's coming off the last two years where he was used so much a strong focal point of the offense and then Nagy comes in and he's been non-existent for the most part they only use him in spurts or when they really really need a, a, a run ah, come on Jordan but they're not showcasing him as a running back. And I think that's a problem. I've always said that. I told Alon that also. It's like, we need him. He needs to get his stride, a consistent stride. We will be that much dangerous, especially in the postseason. When the weather breaks and whether it's rain, snow, whatever. Postseason, it's about defense and running that ball for the most part. Very few teams will throw that ball like that outside of Kansas City. Maybe New England, maybe. But the recipe for the postseason is running that ball in defense and play action, bro. And the Bears have the elements 
to make a, a decent playoff run if that defense can play like it's supposed to. I think we're in a good position futuristically, but we still have to make some adjustments, man. We need a really responsible safety, and I think the Bears will be on their way. Nagy, you continue to learn your quarterback and understand what he needs instead of what you want him to do, okay? MLB playoffs. Red Sox won the World Series yesterday. That was awesome. Four games to one. What can I say about this team, man? I've always been a, a Red Sox fan from afar. I've always loved the East Coast, where the Yankees, Red Sox, their way of approaching the game, of scouting, and everything that's involved with building a baseball team. I've always loved that no-nonsense approach. Over in that area, is nothing but championships, man. And that started with Steinbrenner also. You know, he brought that over there. One of the greatest owners ever. I don't care what you say. Yeah, there's quirks, there's, you know, little things. But everything that he did, he wanted to win. And the Yankees, that East Coast whole thing exemplifies that type of aura. But the Red Sox, they were just really good, man. The lineup up and down, just thumpers, uh, the pitching. <laughs> um, not too many people will give him a lot of credit for this uh, Red Sox championship. Because they didn't expect it. And that was David Price, man. He stepped up, pitched two and a half good games, man. When he was called upon in this series, he pitched well. He was a he, he was a central part to this. Jackie Bradley Jr., a few other guys, that whole team as a team came together and brought that championship home. Now the Dodgers, this is a 14th time losing the World Series, man. I mean, you could look at that both sides and say they're losers, but to get there 14 times, they've been doing some things right because you just don't get to the World Series in baseball. And that's To me, that's the hardest thing to do out of all three sports, football, baseball, basketball, is to get to the World Series. But I just have a lot of have a lot of moves to make, man. Character guys, I mean, non-character guys on that team, they have to find out who is for team and who are not. Well, that's a lot of money out there in L.A. That's their lifestyle and... It's a lot of meat players on that team also. But we'll see if the Dodgers organization, you know, they got enough oomph to get rid of some of those guys that are somewhat, in my eyes, malcontents. I see a Puig, Manny Machado shows some signs of, of knuckleheadedness. Like I said, I'm not judging these guys. But those type of attitudes, those type of uh, uh, players. Now, they're really good players. I think Puig is overrated. But, you know, they need to clean up house over the day. Roberts. I have questions about him also. I'm not saying he's a bad manager. Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw, he's declining. He's lost four or five miles per hour on that fastball, and he leaned on that a lot to set up all his other pitches, that slider, that curveball, that without that extra oomph in that fastball. he He's one of those guys that he's a smart guy. He's a really good uh, pitcher. For four, for five, six years, he was one of the best pitchers ever, statistic-wise. But I never saw... He seems like a smart guy to me, but I never saw him make that transition to, okay, just kind of visualize this with me, y'all. I'm Kershaw. You know, I got this great stuff. You know, I got the contract, great stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm pitching, like I say, history books, man. I'm, I'm throwing out numbers, and, 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 you know, I'm on my game, in my prime, right? At some point, you have to be like, if you want to pitch in this league long, He's had like six years left on this, um, six, seven years left on his contract. He has to make adjustments. Now that he lost this uh, the, uh, four or five miles per hour on that fastball, that 91, 92 looks like a layup. And he has to understand at some point in his career when he's going through, I don't know 
I'm going to say him, but it also has to be those coaches, the people around him. To like, hey, bro, I mean, you putting in a lot of energy, doing hard, you know what I'm saying? Your arm is not going to be like this forever. Maybe we should start transitioning you into being a pitcher so you can last longer. Because you know you're not going to throw 90, 96, 97 forever. I never saw him make those adjustments to becoming a pitcher, pitcher. Like the Greg Maddoxes and Randy Johnsons and Kurt Schillings, Roger Clemens. I never saw that. And now he's in no man's land. He's like in a desert because it came abruptly. He lost that, that, that fastball abruptly. And it showed in the postseason. Now I wonder what he's going to do because he looked really bad. He's not fooling anyone. Things are out of whack. They're off scale, man. And in this press conference after they lost the World Series yesterday, he said he's going to reevaluate. I don't know if he's saying he's going to reevaluate playing again or his option with the team to opt out to go somewhere else. But you can tell it's seriously on his mind. Whichever one he was thinking about is serious. And maybe he wants to go somewhere else. You know, maybe he feels like I've been here long enough and there's something here that, you know, I need a new place, a new start. Maybe that's it. Or maybe he's contemplating total retirement. I can see that also. He doesn't look like Clayton Kershaw anymore. Baseball analysts uh, pointed that out. Me and Alon spoke upon that. He was okay. He wasn't Clayton, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we didn't expect him to do this every year. He's human. But we did see a different, like, he wasn't that Clayton, you know what I'm saying? That will conclude our show for this week. I would like to thank you all for listening. You can find Alon on Facebook at Ali, Twitter, Ali211996, Instagram, Ali for Life. And you can find me, Shobinati, on Facebook as Shobinati, on Twitter at CNati, and on Instagram at CNati3130. We'll see you all next week. Peace.